Hello and welcome to World Music Matters. I couldn't resist this week getting the chance to share some of the wonderful music of Italian composer Ennio Morricone, who died this week at the grand age of 91. Morricone has left us with some 500 pieces of music, scores for both film and television, and among the most famous is this, the theme tune to Sergio Leone's Spaghetti Western, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. As the French composer Jean-Michel Jarre has said, just 10 seconds into one of Morricone's soundtracks, you know it's him, you know which film it's from, you can see the pictures. And you know what he means. Listening to this tune, you can feel the hot dust blowing in your face, irritating your eyes. And of course, we now picture Clint Eastwood coolly facing off his opponents. Morricone began working with director Sergio Leone, a childhood friend, back in 1966. To recreate the feeling of the American Far West, Morricone added on drums and a bit of flute. And of course, the cry of the coyote. Here's a story for you. The whistling on that piece is courtesy of Spanish guitarist and whistler Curo Savoy, who now lives in the south of France. Though he never, ever met Morricone, he did the whistling on most of the maestro's work. You get a better sense of Savoy's huge talent on his solo rendition of the good, bad and the ugly theme tune. soundtrack also includes Ecstasy of Gold, a stirring three-minute orchestral bonanza with drums that set you galloping into the sunset and wordless vocals by Edda del Orso, with whom Morricone regularly collaborated. Music is so stirring, it's become a fetish piece for Metallica. They play it to open all their concerts. Metallica recorded their own version of the Ecstasy of Gold for their tribute album to Morricone in 2007, and they performed the song themselves for the first time at a 2009 concert in Copenhagen. Man James Hetfield said something special had happened when they began using the Ecstasy of Gold as their intro music. It sets us up for the night and the fans got excited, he said. In a tribute to Morricone after his death, Hetfield said the music had become, quote, part of our blood flow, deep breathing, fist pumping, prayers, and a band huddle pre show ritual ever since.
And who could forget the music Morricone wrote for his final collaboration with Sergio Leone, Once Upon a Time in America? It's so evocative that the director played it on set to actually conjure up an atmosphere. Sergio Leone's westerns helped make Morricone a household name as a composer, but he had a far broader artistic reach than just westerns. Here in France, his biggest hit is Chimé, which featured famously in the 1981 film The Professional, starring Jean-Paul Belmondo. Morricone didn't do just music for films. In the 1960s, he ventured into pop, and the most celebrated song in his home country, at least, was Se Telefonando, sung here by Mina, and which, quite honestly, would be up there with Burt Bacharach if it weren't in Italian. Legend has it, the wonderful melody in the chorus was influenced by the sound of a French police siren. many French musicians who say they owe a lot to Morricone is electronic music duo Air. This is Prologo per la puttana di Closing Town from the album City Reading, which Air recorded with the Italian writer Alessandro Barrico. You can feel Morricone's shadow looming large. Nicolas Godin said Morricone was among the composers who'd most influenced him for the way he used timbre and sounds which were close to avant-garde music. Bella la puttana di Closing Town, bella. Neri i capelli della puttana di Closing Town, neri. Decine di libri nella sua stanza al primo piano del saloon. Li legge quando aspetta. Storie con un inizio e una fine. It's often been said that Morricone was a bit sore at not getting full recognition as a classical composer, and yet he was. So we will end with the music that marked Morricone's shift towards classical, maybe even opera-inspired music. This is the film score for the 1986 film The Mission, which incorporated religious chant and tribal rhythms, and it remains, for me at least, his most moving and haunting piece. The film won the Cannes Palma d'Or in 1986, and Morricone always said it was a personal favourite, so he was disappointed not to have received an Oscar for the music, with the haunting melancholy of its main theme, Gabriel's Oboe. This is the version performed by the Rye National Symphony Orchestra for a New Year's concert back in 2012 at the Basilica of St. Francis of Assisi in the town of the same name, with Morricone conducting, of course. 
You can't really comment on music of this caliber, but once more, Morricone took us to a different place, and this one was definitely a high one. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And from me, Alison Hurd, bye-bye.